I'm here with Hannah Bryan, who's just done a wonderful little performance, and she's going to be performing at the Green Man in July. Can I ask you why you decided to perform at the Buxton Fringe? I have only just moved, well it's actually a year ago today, April the 1st, that I moved up to New Mills and um, I was like, oh, I really want to get some gigs and somebody told me about the Buxton Fringe and said it was this really epic event and it's really popular and I should get involved. So that's it, followed my nose and here I am. You've got a lovely little song out at the moment that I've been streaming on, uh, it's available stream on, uh, well I've been streaming on Spotify but other, other, other streaming platforms are available like, uh, can you tell us a bit about Picture Book and the song that you've sung tonight? Oh, thank you. I'm glad. I'm really glad that you like it. So, picture book. Um, it's a jazzy little number, um, and it came about because I was writing with one of my friends. We were having a conversation, and I was saying to the audience tonight, I buy a lot of gym wear, active wear, in the hope that one day I'm going to actually become really fit and lose some weight. Um, and I think he buys, and I'm the same. We buy books in the hope that we're going to read all these books, and then it's going to make us more intelligent or more. I don't know. You just you accumulate books because it's just such a lovely thing anyway this idea of books and how we hold books and we look at them and a good story you know it can transport you and take you to somewhere else and you think about it all day and we were like oh it's a bit like uh, when you're falling in love with someone you can't stop thinking about them you can't wait to get home to them so we wrote picture book and um, thank you very much Anna. we'll see you in july Thank you so much. The best thing, if you want to check out dates for forthcoming gigs, is either my social media, Hannah Bryan Official, or my website, hannahbryan.co.uk. Thank you. Thinking about that warm glow you get from supporting a really worthwhile arts charity? For a really very modest donation, you can be one of our special friends, enjoying 10% reductions on tickets, first peek at the programme, and invitations to friends' events. But, of course, it's all about that warm glow. Our friends are an important source of support in safeguarding the future of the Fringe. Look for the Friends page on our website. Right, so so you've got a play on at Underground. It's called Revenant. Revenant, uh, yeah, which, which is, there's a couple of different sort of definitions of what it means, but in this context, it's um, somebody or something that's come back from the dead, which may have been a massive spoiler, <laughs> okay. I realise. Okay. So have you been to Books in French before? Or have you had plays? Yeah, I, I had a show on five years ago, I think it was. We, we did Books in before we went up to Edinburgh with a show called The Fetch Wilson. So... Uh, and but but Buxton was the very very first performances of it in the world took place in Buxton, whereas Revenant, the one that's on this year, has has been, it's had a couple of different productions, and and this particular production has been all over the UK at this stage. So wow. it's battle tested. Okay. It's a different, it's a, a different situation, a different sort of feeling going yeah, yeah, into Buxton yeah. this time around, you know. So. Yeah. So so why did you decide? I ask everybody this. Why did you decide to particularly put on your play at the Buxton Fringe? Well, there's a couple of reasons. I guess one was because I went over to Buxton the last time and I really enjoyed it. And one of the things was we, we didn't get the underground venue the last time around, but we ended up kind of going for a drink after our show. I can't even remember where the show was on. It was a lovely venue, but yeah. I remember thinking the the underground was was where... where yeah, it's, it's, yeah know, it's a good venue. You'd yeah. want it to be. So when, yeah. when we had the chance of coming back, um, I told Patrick to jump all over it. The other reason is Patrick, he's from a place called... Uh, Navin, which is a, a county that's alongside Dublin, um, but he's lived in Manchester now for a good few years. Oh, right, okay. So he can, 
yeah so he can kind of come up on the train yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's very convenient for him but like you know it's, it's it is from my experience it's a really cool festival and it's kind of it's a bit less manic than edinburgh um, yeah, that's what people say yeah yeah, yeah. Do you know so but it's but it's, there's a good there's a good buzz about it as well it's yeah vibrant in the town from what i could sort of sort of think but yeah the, the getting into the underground was a big was a really big sort of um selling point for us you know so when we found out we got it we were delighted just because i i do remember kind of thinking this is a sort of a little magical venue this one you know so yeah and it's, it's so, amazing because and that's just the back room of a pub and but they completely um they completely build a theatre in it, you know what I mean? They spend yeah, a couple yeah. of days building it, blacking it out. And But when you go in there, when, when it's not, you think, oh, blimey, then that's when you realise what they do to it. Like, yeah, yeah. they sort of build the venue. Like, they do a really good job. So, is it, is it, yeah, is it just a one-hander, this play, like, or? Yeah, this was, actually, this was my debut play that I, I think I wrote nine years ago, maybe. Um, I'd been, I'd been an actor and I'd, I'd run a theatre company for a long time, and I but I'd started to get interested in writing a while back, but I never really had the confidence to do it. And then eventually, sort of things, various things, sort of serendipitously came into place. So I decided to write this, and it kind of came out came out of me quite quickly. So yeah, so it's kind of I, I think one of the one of the reasons why I'd, I'd sort of written something beforehand that didn't get staged, and it was kind of meandering, and it kind of took forever to get to the point. So. I wanted to kind of uh, address that with, with, with Revenant, which really very quickly gets to the point. So like the inciting incident, which anybody's ever studied any kind of drama or, or film or scripts. Writing <laughs> courses. Yeah, the inciting incident happens within about five minutes of this. Oh, right. um, and, then, <laughs> and then we're away off. So yeah, it, it's, a, it's a one-hander, but the actor plays, oh, I don't know, maybe... 12 significant parts like there, there are other parts that are just maybe one or two lines but you know but the the two main characters i suppose that it comes down to is a guy called carter who's a a once sort of wunderkind um filmmaker who's fallen on ha- hard times and was reduced to making adverts and uh, corporate videos <laughs> and he uh, this is his his shot at returning to the the relative big time so he's got this idea for a zombie movie set during the Irish famine. I'm probably at risk of getting myself cancelled here, but uh, we got away with it nine years ago, so we'll get we'll get away with it now again. I hope. And uh, he he's only got it for three days. It's like a favour to the producer. So they get this island, this country house, um, and then their actor, the lead actor, drops out at the last minute because he gets a better offer from Hollywood. So uh, our 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 director's in a dreadful bind and then the uh, the actor who's dropped out says look a friend of mine has returned from from london to uh attend a funeral and he's 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 a good actor but he hasn't done anything for a bit so your mat the carter meets him auditions him he's brilliant and he brings him to the island but then um as anybody who's been on set on location for any sort of period of time you really have no idea who you end up with because um, <laughs> um, that actually happened to me uh, years ago one of the things I ended up in this beautiful old country house down in a place called Tipperary and it's one of the last places in Ireland at that stage that didn't have mobile phone coverage and I remember kind of thinking <laughs> going, I don't but I don't know anybody uh, really I knew one person on the set and it's like I'm in the middle of nowhere in this country house God knows anything could happen so it kind of <laughs> sprang from that really but uh so then so um vardell is the uh the actor who they cast as the replacement and he's somebody described him as a, a critic uh i thought beautifully described him as a mixture between um 
Batman and Oliver Reed, um, <laughs> um, which I thought was pre- that was pretty good. Uh, so yeah, Bardellas is pretty that'd make a good superhero. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so I thought that was good. So yeah, so then of course they go to the island and Carter begins to realize he's made a mistake because he doesn't know anything about this guy and it seems like he's got a very dark past. And then various sort of people begin to go missing. But the whole thing is, it, it's kind of like art versus you know the price that sometimes you pay to create a great piece of art because Carter is faced with a dilemma in that he knows there's something sort of profoundly wrong with this actor and yet he's brilliant um, and he's then sort of faced with the decision do I continue and make this film because it looks really good and it could be my comeback or do I get everybody off because it's you know becoming increasingly dangerous and I'm not really sure about this guy and that's kind of the sort of the crux of it really. Right, okay it sounds interesting hang on when's it on let's have a look like 5th of July the 6th of July, the 13th of July, and the 20th of July. That's a immensely uh, varied date. Yeah. So, um, is there anything else you'd like to add while we're here? Well, no, Patrick is brilliant. Like, he was nominated for uh, Best Actor in the Manchester Fringe. I think it was either last or the year before. Um, and, you know, he's he's tremendous in it. It's 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 a lot of fun. It's it's 60 minutes. Um, uh, we, we do manage to cram quite a lot into it, and it's... it's uh, you know, if if you've if you've been interested in that in, in kind of movie making, or or if you like gothic horror, I think you'll you'll find something to to sort of to to you know to to to, to enjoy in this. Uh, and Patrick's brilliant. He's a great actor. He's like he's he's won some serious awards in Ireland before he left. Um, and he's it's a really good showcase for him. So I think you know if if if, if you have an hour to kill of a, of an evening, you do a lot worse than come to see. Come to see Patrick in Revenant. Right. Oh, there is one other thing. So I meant to say, if uh, if you do enjoy Revenant, or if, if you don't, uh, but if you want to sort of wonder what all the fuss is about, um, I've actually, uh, I've got a radio play coming on, which is kind of of the same world, which is also set on an island, but it's the only other thing I've written that's set on an island. So it doesn't, you know, don't think that that's all I do, <laughs> um, which is on, it's on BBC Radio 4 uh on july the 10th it's called shard and it's um it's a folk horror which is unusual for bbc radio 4 to have yes. on, a, on, a, on a monday afternoon where where not everybody in the cast makes it to to the end shall okay, we say okay. so okay, yeah good. so that but that's that's a lot of fun as well that's, that's if you can't like, you just, can always catch up with it on bbc sounds of course like i'm realizing just how soon everything is happening <laughs> I, in my mind i had weeks left before any of this kicked off <laughs> yeah Okay, okay. Well, go, I hope it goes well, and I look forward to seeing it. I may be seeing Buxton uh, during the uh, during the run, life. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. We try to review all shows that come to the Fringe. This helps our audience choose what they want to see, but it's also important to the artists who value the feedback and often use extracts in publicity. The reviews are published on our website, on the Fringe app, and at the Fringe desk in Pavilion Gardens. Our reviewers are all volunteers, although a few are professional journalists. Their only reward is a free ticket to the first night of the show they're reviewing. Could you be one of our team? Get in touch. So, I'm here with... Kay. And... Wilf. To talk about Rat Youth Theatre and the shows we've got going on. Uh, so, what, what shows are you involved in at this year's Fringe, or what are you rehearsing, devising, getting involved in at the moment? Um, well, at the moment we're rehearsing kind of like a modernised version of Alice in Wonderland. It's called Alice. Right. Uh, it's really cool. Uh, really enjoying it. Um, I'm also doing a show called Circles, which is with the older group. Oh, right, okay. And that is a very strange show about anxiety dreams. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. Okay. So how long have you been involved with REC? Um, only about, yeah, really a while. Um, four, five years? Four, five. Wow, you can get involved that young? Yeah. So they yeah. have like a, a young, young group. Yeah, yeah. yeah really and a middle group and then yeah. one for like teenagers. Yeah. And how long have you been involved? I've been involved since I was about six and I'm 13 yeah. now, so. Right, yeah. okay. It's been a while. Right, mm. okay. So what made you what, what made you get involved in, in Rec Youth Theatre? Well, I, I kind of, ever since I was really small, I've really liked kind of putting on acts and doing different funky things. And my mum found this and I just kind of fell in love with it. And it's, it's amazing, oh, it's, it's really, really good. fun. Really yeah. good. And what about you? What made you get involved? Well, I'm a bit of a drama queen and I always have been. And then we know Kitty personally. So right, okay. we just sort of came along when I was okay, six okay. years old. So, is this the first friend you've been involved with? Have you been involved with shows? Um, yeah, I've been involved with other shows. So you're, you're a veteran? Yeah, yeah. A veteran of the French. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people, it's the first French this year, like, even major acts, like, so yeah. you're, you're up there. So, that, um, so we look forward to seeing you at the Fringe and maybe acting on the screen, on stage in the future. And yeah. good luck with your shows. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you very much. No problem. Would you like to help out at a major arts festival and gain valuable experience for your CV? Buxton Festival Fringe is looking for volunteers to do shifts at its Fringe Information Desk in the conservatory area of the Buxton Pavilion Gardens. Find out more on our website. So, nice to meet you, Henry. I didn't manage to see you. Nice to meet you, Robert. Though, like, yeah. Right, so, I ask everybody this, first of all. Why have you decided to come and perform the show at the... Uh, books and fringe okay well i did it last year yeah and um someone mentioned to me about books and fringe last right, okay. year or two years ago now and said it'd be a nice little nice little venue nice little warm-up for doing uh edinburgh fringe so i i want to know who it was i remember who it was now it was ray globe oh yeah yeah from the globe swings yeah yeah, well, Ray's been going for years. Yes, and interestingly, Ray Globe's a good one to mention because if you're and if, if you're a big listener of the It's a Fringe podcast, Ray was one of our first interviewees, and we actually used a little bit of his song at the end. So look out for that. Anyway, sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in contact with. We've never met each other, but we've been in contact for so long because basically they went up to Edinburgh, and I was up in Edinburgh, but we were there at a different time. Then I went to Buxton and I was there with them at different times. So I decided, I re- looked around and I got the, the, the Green Man Theatre and I booked two shows. And to be honest, I didn't know what to expect. Uh, I thought I'll use it if I get two or three people in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I use it as a, as a trial run for the, for the Fringe because I was doing my own show at Space UK. And I was amazed because I was doing, with all due respect, uh, a Jewish show. You don't get many Jewish people in around Buxton area. So unless I'm doing uh, certain areas, you're not going to find a lot, a lot of Jewish people. So no, no. it didn't really matter. And I, I couldn't believe the number of people who came to the right. show. And I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was so well organised. I thought the Green Man Theatre were just really, really helpful. So I had two good shows there, and I thought there's no way I wasn't coming back this year. Because I'm not, I'm, not I'm not doing Edinburgh Fringe this year. Right, okay. Uh, 
number of reasons, uh, money, time, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't going to miss out on doing uh, at least one day in Buxton. Good, good. So tell us, so what's it? Henry is, I've got the program here. Henry is a Jewish grandfather. Show him due respect. So the clue's in the title. So tell us a bit about your solo show first. So it's, it was based on last year's With All Due Respect. And it's mainly about family. Uh, looking at how Jews compare to non-Jews, the idiosyncrasies, especially taking the mickey out of uh, Jewish people. And, of course, this year I became a grandfather, so I thought I'd have to write some more material. And I thought, okay. you know what, I'm going to change the title. And so I thought, well, you know, I'm an aging comic. I'll, I'll I'll keep on with that. So I like I like I like the expression due respect. So um, yeah, so it is good because it's a good little joke in it. <laughs> due respect, and then you've got laugh for life, a comedy, a charity compilation show. So tell us a bit about that, and particularly um, about the charities that you you're raising money for. Part of that, like, and and why it's important to raise money for those charities. Yes, like. um, going back to before COVID. I was doing lots of comedy. Um, I have a day job, and any money I raise is for Parkinson's and different charities. Yeah. And in August 2020, uh, my best friend's son, unfortunately, um, took his own life. Oh, God. Sorry. Uh, it was very tragic circumstances, and I was quite shocked, of course, and didn't know what to do or how to help. So I decided, well, if I can raise awareness for mental health and raise funds and raise awareness. At least I'm trying to do something in his honour. And he worked with, um, he actually did work with uh, Young Minds. Uh, and so I contacted them and said, can I help you raise money? Yes, of course. And then I was approached by another um, mental health outfit called Jamie. And they, I'm now an ambassador for them. So I work for both of them. And it just means a lot to me that, you know, if I can help one person, and I, in fact, I even brought that into my work side, my day job, and I actually lead on the mental health team at work. So it meant a lot to me right. on that respect. And so last year I did a compilation show because I thought, well, I can't do two solo shows in one day. Uh, let's get some comics in who've got shows on there and they can publicise it. Yeah. And we can try and, raise some, try and raise some money, which we did. And so I've repeated it again this year. Um, Good. So who've you got as part of your comedy compilation show? So I've got uh, a guy called Roland Ghent. He's got a show on. Right, okay, the Roland Ghent, I like that. <laughs> and uh, a, guy, a friend of mine called John Fitzpatrick and a girl called Jill Corey who's coming over as well. I'm going to compare it. Right, and okay. um, yeah, just hopefully really have a few laughs with whoever's there. And, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And hopefully try and raise some more money. I mean, the money that I make from the tickets, that will that will all go. And I've got a book to sell as well. So if you okay. want to buy the book, uh, all the proceeds from the book go to that as well. I'm really looking forward to it. Okay, thanks for your time, Henry. Good luck with your show. No worries. Take care. Bye.